Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always looking, interviewing entrepreneurs, people on the cutting edge, doing interesting things and sharing those insights and conversations with you. So today we have Pat or Brian K. Grimes Jr. He's a CFP and he's the founder at 24-7 Cashflow University. So today is all about investing, uh, real estate. Uh, we're going to talk about how to approach the market in 2023 and beyond uh, and all different types of investment strategies as a real estate investor. So um, I'll let brian introduce himself and talk about his background so brian welcome thanks for having me really appreciate it um brian grimes i'm a i'm a serial uh, entrepreneur as, as well as you um started off in really as a basketball kid growing up in philadelphia uh alan iverson fan and i grew to be about six four by age 13. so um I, I got really good at basketball naturally recruited my first high school game they flew us out to akron ohio to play some guy named lebron james um you know on his home turf so played you know nationally ranked schedule uh basketball took me around the world landed me at columbia university and that's where i started to get introduced into the kind of finance that world um doing internships for uh, uh, oil traders on the New York Mercantile Exchange and watching people make millions of dollars trading on uh, tablets and um, ultimately got into financial planning out of college, uh, wanted to have financial freedom, um, be able to be my own boss, make my own schedule, do all those things. And as I did that, I would take every dollar that I made from financial planning and put it in real estate. And I fell in love with real estate ultimately. And uh, dove into that and haven't looked back. And that's kind of retired me early from the nine to five and, and kept me running. That's awesome. Like I said, real estate is one of those asset classes for the high net worth, the high income, and really the people, you know, the because um, it takes a lot of time and capital to actually succeed. Um, what was it that appealed to you about real estate? Because, you know, some people hate real estate they you know the saying is you know tenants toilets and trash but <laughs> but the, so what was it about it that brought appeal to you you know i i think the for me i had this sports background so i was very competitive um you know by nature always and i found real estate to be the closest thing to sports that i could uh really find there's yeah. that that action of negotiating against other buyers negotiating with sellers um, doing the physical construction piece, you're dealing with contractors, things can go wrong every day, uh, managing tenants. There's just, it's like the ultimate reality TV to me. On top of that, it's made more millionaires than any other industry. So it, it meshed well with my financial mind, you know, me wanting to get into finance to uh, do asset management and to build wealth. 
And my my real uh, niche market is in that affordable housing space, creating this workforce housing, helping to solve the affordable uh, housing crisis that we have here in America. So focusing on, on that, rebuilding communities and neighborhoods, creating jobs for other people um, who are from those neighborhoods. It, it just became like a, a labor of love. And it matched with all of my passions for helping people, um, low income, affordable housing, build, creating jobs, and then being my own boss. So building that cash flow. I wanted to get paid over and over again for what I did, for the properties that I built, not for what I was actively doing every day. So just having that residual income coming in was was like key. So it, it just had everything that you know I wanted. So I, I dove in head first. Awesome, awesome. So we we'll talk about um so what you know, you talked about, you know, affordable housing section eight. Um tell us uh, are there solutions to this affordable housing crisis? You know, what is it? What are the challenges of investing in class C neighborhoods? Tell us more. Yeah, I think um the real solutions to the affordable housing crisis most people don't know about, right? They when when you think about it, you think about low-income housing tax credits. So we'll think about things like that, or even Section 8. The problem with some of the government-based voucher uh, systems and tax credit systems is, one, not every type of property will qualify, and not every person, not every tenant qualifies for these programs. There are actually millions of Americans that are living at home on their parents' couch or in the basement, right? (laughs) And they don't qualify for Section 8 vouchers, low-income housing tax credits, and they can't. They also can't afford fifteen hundred dollars a month rent um, in some of these places. And rents are always on the rise in a lot of the biggest cities. So the real affordable housing solution is co-living. Is creating properties where like-minded individuals can cohabitate that property under a single-family residence uh, in most cases, and have an affordable rent where they can co-share the cost of living on their own, where they can split, you know, the cost of utilities, rent, and um, uh, some of these different amenities and live in these major cities. So you basically uh, can take a, a property, a three bed, one bath property and break it down into three master suites, three beds, three baths, each uh, bathroom can only be accessed through the bedroom, everybody shares the kitchen and create this type of co-living uh, atmosphere where the rent can now be $700, $750 a month per co-living unit uh, with utilities included, internet included, and you're just creating that workforce housing. That's the real solution that doesn't require any government subsidy, any tax and credits, any voucher program. And I've started to build into this and just seen like the, the wildfire of the demand. It, it is really build it and they will come. I attended uh, over a hundred of these co-living units in the peak of the pandemic from March, 2020 to June, 2020, over a hundred. And if you can remember back then, people didn't even want to leave the house. They're like, this thing's airborne. I'm not going outside. People were jumping into these co-living units um, like hotcakes in C-class neighborhoods uh, because it's just that demand is there. And um, what are, um, where do you find these um uh, co-living uh, spaces? Is it in certain areas of the country or is it dependent upon the city, local governments? Tell us more. You can build, I mean, these are things that you have to build. There are so few uh, developers out there that are even focused in the space. So there are really people like me uh, out there that are building these assets. We're buying shells, uh, properties that are in almost tear down condition and full gut renovating them into uh, these co-living assets. But you can do it anywhere 
uh, in the country, you just have to check the zoning codes and they will tell you how many people can live in a property that are not related by blood under a single family ordinance. And once you have that number, you know how many co-living units you could build within a single family property. That number could be in a place like Philadelphia, three uh, people not related by blood in a place like uh, Atlanta or parts of Florida. It's like six people. So you could get a you know big country home, break this down into six units. And the, the one thing I didn't touch on is the cash flow. I mean, it's just three X's on these properties. So a property that will rent for $2,000 uh, regular to a, a single family, this might rent for 4,800 a month or 5,000 a month as a co-living property. So not only are you creating this uh, asset that is addressing the affordable housing crisis, you're getting paid hand over fist to to manage these types of assets. So it's a it's a win win. And uh, some of the um, you know people listening to this is you know it's like really interesting, especially when you talk about new uh, strategies and you know new new market niches. Um, what are some of the challenges of investing in in uh, Class C neighborhoods? Yeah, I think the challenge is is really you have to get very granular with um, your comps, understanding how to run comps, how to think like an appraiser. That is really granular work that comes with experience. Um, so it, it may take you some time to really understand block by block uh, comparables and how to how to really think like an appraiser at that level. Also, finding the good areas to invest in. I tell people all the time. There are bad neighborhoods or bad areas of every good neighborhood and good areas of every bad neighborhood. So your job when investing in a C-class is to find the good pockets of the C-class because the C-class offers you pretty much this blank canvas. So I, I look at uh, contractors and, and real estate developers in many ways as artists, and you're looking for that blank canvas neighborhood where there's all these shells and all this inventory that you can come in and create comps, flip some properties. Uh, create buy and hold deals. And the C class offers that more than the A or B class uh, from a pricing standpoint and a creativity standpoint. It's just not there. The profits are squeezed out. The uh, the cap rates are just way, way more compressed in those areas. So it's just not um, as profitable to invest there. But there are those challenges. There's blight, there's crime. Um, you will need to have good security systems in place. Uh, you'll need to have remote cameras in place. But these are all what I found is they're all uh, very solvable issues. If you just address them one by one, kind of do that first principles thinking, break it down to the first principle, address these issues one by one with uh, the different technology and systems that are out there today that didn't exist 30, 40 years ago. And you can get right to the cash flow. I mean, once you solve these problems, everyone else who's afraid to invest in the C-class, they just sit on the sidelines while you make all the money. Yeah, interesting. Um, and I know the elephant in the room is um, what is the is you know with interest rate volatility um, is now a good time. And the other question is um, how to approach real estate investing next year and beyond. Yeah, I think now is a it is a good time to definitely be scanning the market and be in the market because. Most of these major markets that have been sellers' markets for the last two years, they're shifting back to buyers' markets. Um, we are looking at you know a time where rates have increased, right? Everybody knows that. But as we're speaking today, rates have dropped, I believe, a full percentage point over the last 30 days. So they've been ticking down. And the projection is as we get deeper into 2023, 2024, 
rates will start to adjust. The way out of a recession is to reduce interest rates. If you look at any recession in U.S. history, any one of them, uh, the, the Fed has reduced rates on our way out of that recession. That's the way to get out. You have to do some type of QE. So we are expecting that we're shifting into buyer's markets. There's more inventory hitting. Properties are sitting on the market longer. Sellers are making more concessions. If you're in the market and you're being an active participant, as rates start to tick down, you're going to get some unbelievable uh, deals. And pricing is proving to be a bit more stable. I mean, I'd say a few months ago, people were projecting 80% pricing crashes or 60% crashes. We're not really seeing that. The crashes are, are a lot more gradual. Um, it's kind of more of a step stair type of a uh, process. And, um, you know, we're, we're seeing pretty, pretty good market stability, especially in the Northeast sections. One thing to keep in mind is real estate is micro local. It, it, the news is national, but the real market activity is super local. So what's going on on the West Coast or in L.A. or in Boise, Idaho or Arizona is not what's happening in Boston, Philly, uh, Cleveland, Connecticut. So these markets are different. Depending on where you're at, you're going to see different types of opportunities. So there are really good markets right now uh, that we should all be tapped into. Yeah, it's quite interesting. And then, um, you know, a lot of individuals uh, especially because you look at the you know the supply is increasing um you know we'll see what the fed does you know at the next meeting um really fantastic question and or interview and then you you are very um knowledgeable so um tell us more about how people can find you follow you on social media uh contact you and um and look into you more yeah, I mean, the easiest way to follow to uh, find me is on uh, YouTube. Brian loves cash flow. Um, and, and it's easy to remember because I love cash flow. So uh, <laughs> Brian loves cash flow on, on YouTube. You can find a lot of my content, uh, everything back, tra- uh, back channels to some of my free trainings that I put together for you guys. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Brian Grimes Real Estate. I'm on uh, TikTok, Grimes Estate uh, on TikTok. You can find me there. Instagram, Brian Grimes underscore uh, 247 CFU for the 24 seven cash flow university. So that's, uh, you know, the easiest ways to, to find me and, and get a hold of me. Like I said, we have free trainings. We do mastermind calls every week, uh, live on zoom, 8 30 PM Eastern standard time, uh, where we can talk live, do Q and a, and, um, talk about how you can get into real estate, no matter where you're at. We have people, you know, tapped in, uh, through our, our channel, through, you know, all the way from the West coast, down south, even uh, up in, uh, into Canada and out of the country uh, that are tapping into U.S. real estate through, you know, some of our strategies and systems. So um, definitely come uh, come aboard. We're, we're uh, happy to help. Yeah. And for all the listeners out there, um, check out um, Brian's resources. They'll be in the links and show notes. But uh, so fascinating discussion about real estate investing class C, uh, what the market holds for next year and beyond. Um, be sure to check out Brian on YouTube, LinkedIn, right, and all his social media channels and follow him on his um, website. And thanks so much. And it's been a fascinating discussion. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful inspirational motivational piece again if you wherever you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and with
without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.